Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, hello, loves. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. And we did a show at the end of uh, last week about loneliness, and I want to pick up uh, where we left off. It was an instant classic program, I might add, last uh, Friday, I believe it was. Uh, and again, the Terry Pagula allegations, I'm, I'm going to reserve opinion and I'm going to reserve comment on that because I don't have enough information and you don't have enough information on which to form an intelligent and informed opinion. And I have done the same thing with Matt Ariza, did the same thing with Darius Pridgen. Uh, a situation where somebody is accused of some kind of uh, sexual or Uh, racial impropriety. I just think it is important for all of the facts to be heard, uh, to understand what evidence is there to support the allegation. Is there any evidence to support the allegation? And then if there is, well, where do you go from there? Um, Personally, I have a very hard time believing it, and it is not because he's a multi-billionaire. I best defend him. Um, Look, I know a lot of multi-millionaires. I'm not impressed, okay? So it isn't that. It is just a question of fairness that I would extend to Matt Ariza, Darius Pridgen, or anybody facing such a serious allegation. I don't have enough information on which to have an opinion. So therefore, I'm not going to give you an opinion because it would be invalid because it would be based on nothing but speculation and conjecture. And I'm not trying to weasel my way out of anything, but all too often we've seen uh, people's lives, careers, reputations smeared and uh, destroyed by um, allegations that are not true. And I am not saying that these allegations necessarily are not true. I just don't know. And I can't make it any, I can't state the case any more obviously than that. I'm certainly not going to rush to judgment on something so serious. Now, as far as this loneliness epidemic, um, this is actually a story on the uh, Cigna Group's website, um, which I find very, very interesting. The United States was facing mental health challenges prior to the COVID-19 pandemic that were fueled in part by an epidemic of loneliness that continues today. One of my questions to you today is, are we in a loneliness epidemic? I want you to think about yourself. Are you lonely? I want you to think about people in your family. Are they lonely? 
people in whatever circle of friends you might have. Are they, despite being a member of your circle of friends, are they lonely? Um, I happen to believe that loneliness really is an epidemic in America, and it's not good for your physical health. It is not good for your mental health. It's not good, period. And we heard from a number of people last Friday who talked about what it was like to have this feeling of loneliness. Now, before we move along and uh, get some people on the air, a couple of things that I think are important. Number one, what your real first name is and from where you are calling really is immaterial to me. What is really important is your story. Um, and in, in your lifetime, you're going to go through a whole bunch of different phases. You're going to go through marriages, hopefully just one. Uh, you're going to go through any number of relationships, some of you dozens, some of us hundreds, um, that you are going to experience. You uh, are going to go through a lot of ups and downs. And one of the things that I think is universal to human beings is that we like people to share the good times and the bad times with us, especially the bad times. And that's, you know what, that is how and when you realize um, your true friends versus the fake friends. And the true friends will be with you even during the bad times. Okay, the true friends will be there. They will support you. They will make uh, an active effort to support you. They will check in with you. They're going to want to know if you're okay. And if you've got people in your life who do that, um, take advantage of that. I didn't say take advantage of them. I said take advantage of that because their assistance, guidance, comfort, and wisdom will help you through whatever loneliness uh, you happen to be experiencing. And I'm sure, look, we all know people uh, who have put themselves in a situation where they have been involved in, uh, let's say, a romantic relationship with one person. And that romantic relationship dies, dissipates, it ends, and suddenly they realize, wait a minute, all those friends that I used to have, the ones that I blew off because I was always so busy with the person that was my human being in my relationship, suddenly um, those people aren't around anymore because you didn't take the time or the effort or the energy to continue to cultivate the friendship. And that is, it's really unfortunate. Now, sometimes you're going to get very lucky. And sometimes people will understand, say, look, I know that you are very busy. I know that you are really into this person. And I didn't really want to judge you. I uh, didn't think you were blowing me off. I just figured you're out having a good time. So if you need to talk, if you need an ear, um, I'm right here for you. Hopefully you're going to find yourself in that situation. Uh, hopefully you didn't let your relationships, and I'm talking about your friendships here, hopefully you didn't let those die on the vine. Hopefully you have maintained some semblance of closeness with family members. I don't care if they're third cousins. They're still family members. Uh, because being alone is not a lot of fun whether you are having a good time or whether you are having a bad time. And I really believe 
um, and I think we're going to get into this more as we move along here. But uh, I do believe that loneliness is an epidemic. As I've said earlier, I think it wreaks havoc on your mental health. I think it wreaks havoc on your emotional health. It makes you less productive as a human being. And one of the things that we don't teach people in school And somebody suggested this last week, I don't remember if it was during the show we did, just part of a show actually, on loneliness, uh, is that the schools ought to do a better job teaching students about relationships. And I'm not talking necessarily about relationships of a romantic nature or a sexual nature. I mean all kinds of relationships. Um, We are thrown out into the world after graduating high school or college with all of this book learning but sometimes not too much in the way of common sense or the day-to-day practical stuff that we call life, all right? Now, I want to hear what your story is. Uh, You might have questions. You might have comments. And look, I'm not an expert on this stuff except to say, look, I'm 60 years old. I've had a very, very full life. There have been a lot of ups. There have been a lot of downs. And It is what it is, and it is the way life is. But I've always been very fortunate to have people to whom I can turn um, for advice, uh, consolation, whatever. And and, and people as well on the other side of that to share uh, the good times with. Because what what use is there? What fun is there in quote-unquote being quote-unquote successful if you have nobody with whom to share it? I mean, it's, it's pretty lonely. It's pretty destitute of, of genuine human passion or feelings. And, you know, one of the things that uh, came up uh, when we did the show on loneliness, which I'm continuing today because it was an instant classic the last time we brought it up, and there's no reason it can't be an instant classic today. Um, one of the things, um, and I'm, I'm probably better suited to talk to guys about this than I am to talking with women about this, but... Uh, my advice for guys, okay, is is pretty simple. First of all, look, take it from me. You don't have to be tall, dark, and handsome to find yourself surrounded by wonderful female company or male company if that's the way you go. I really don't care. You, you don't have to be any of those things. But I think a lot of whether you are attractive as a friend, forget about the whole you know relationship, romantic thing, sexual thing, forget about that. To be attractive as a friend, um, you, you've got to have something to, to offer because all friendships are symbiotic in nature. You get something out of it, they get something out of it. That's what friendship is, is based upon, common interests. But if, if you're a guy... And you are down on yourself because you're not tall, you're not dark, you're not particularly handsome. So what? So what? I and uh, I want to find out from ladies. Uh, maybe you can add to this conversation. But I think a lot of how attractive you are to people to whom you want to be attractive, it is in your presentation. It is in how you carry yourself. And the most important part of your wardrobe, and this is, look, this is something I need help on every now and again, be honest with you. Um, One of the most important parts of you as a package is your smile. A smile is an invitation to people to 
befriend you. A smile shows people that you are open to human companionship. A smile shows people that, you know what, you might be hanging out by yourself, sitting at the bar or the coffee house by yourself, but you still have an inner sense of self-worth and an inner sense of confidence. Now, as we also talked about last week, there's a fine line, uh, gentlemen, between, first of all, women don't like cocky, okay? I'm going to say that again. It's very important. Women do not like cocky men. Maybe some of them do, but generally speaking, women do not like cocky men. However, women do like confident men. And there's a big, there's a world of difference between coming off as being cocky and coming off as being confident. And a lot of it is the way in which you handle yourself, the way in which you carry yourself. And this might sound really stupid to some of you, Um some people complained when I said this last week, but I, I don't really care. Every gentleman should have at least one high-quality suit that you can wear because I will tell you, personal experience, you feel better about yourself when you feel as though you look like a million dollars. And when you put on a suit and it fits you just right and the pocket square and the tie is just right with a perfect knot, and you go out, you're sending a message to the world. And the message is you care about how you are coming off to people. Um, if you go off and you look like uh, the cover of Jethro Tull's Aqualung album, that is not exactly projecting confidence or somebody with whom somebody would like to hang out, Right. 803-0930 is the phone number. Where are you on loneliness? Do you agree that there is an epidemic? And are you, seriously, are you, be honest, there's no shame in this, are you a lonely person or do you know lonely people in your life? And maybe you've been lonely, but you actually have come up with the cure for loneliness. And again, to, to gentlemen, and maybe we'll have some ladies offering advice uh, to ladies, but I will tell you for gentlemen, um, the most important wardrobe component of yours is your smile. It really is. And again, covering yourself with confidence without being arrogant. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to uh, Amherst, and uh, Kyle is our first victim today on News Radio 930 WBEN. Kyle, welcome to the show. Good to hear from you. Uh, another rainy day, Tom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fortunately for myself, I've been married for 26 years with three kids. So, you know, I, I can remember I had a lot of friends at one point, and then I got married, and then, you know, it, back in the days, it was just a call. There was no text messages. There was no Facebook and stuff like that. So I lost a lot of friends because I went to college, and then I moved, and everybody else moved, and you know, they were kind of busy with their own lives. And then Facebook came out. I was a late bloomer when it came to that. And so I was able to reconnect. But from what I've seen with my own kids who were in their early 20s, uh, it seems like today there's the kids today, A, don't have a lot of places to go to. They don't interact. Uh, I guess maybe because we didn't have all those tools 
we were forced to go out. I remember going out clubbing. That was fun. We used to go out to the bars. Oh, Kyle, um, I want to I want to pick up with this call on the other side of news. I think you called in last week as well and have some great thoughts on this. Before I break for the news and I come back to your telephone call, as I recall, you are a gentleman of color. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Um, are you cool with my take on the Pagula allegations as far as let's wait until all of the facts come out? I just want to make sure that I don't sound like a white guy just knee-jerk defending another white guy because that's not the image I want. I don't know why we put Kyle on hold. I was in the process of talking with him. Uh, we'll get back to Kyle on uh, the other side here on uh, News Radio 930. WBEN is coming up on uh, 326. Bowerly with you on a Tuesday. Hope you've got a raincoat and I hope you have rubbers. Or should I say galoshes? On News Radio 930 WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN, a show I started last week uh, during one of the final hours of the program, and I suspected that it was either going to suck or it was going to be an instant classic. As it turned out, it was, if I may say so myself, an instant classic. Loneliness. I think we have a massive loneliness epidemic in America, which I find especially confusing and disturbing because it has never been so easy to hook up. I don't mean sexually, necessarily, but hook up with other human beings as it is now. And yet, we have so much loneliness, and it was exacerbated big time by the pandemic. I want to get back to uh, Kyle in uh, Amherst. And Kyle, before we proceed with the loneliness topic, uh, because previously you've told me that you are a gentleman of color, um, with these uh, Terry Pagula allegations, do you understand from where I'm coming that I don't want people to think that I'm automatically knee-jerk siding with the white guy, but I also don't want people to think that I'm rushing to judgment on such serious allegations. Um, are, are we cool, like you and I, because you're a fair guy, you call the show, you listen to the show, you understand from where I'm coming on that? Oh, yeah, you cleaned it up uh, beforehand. You, I mean, 
you've handled these things uh, pretty good. You know, we'll wait till everything comes out uh, before we make judgments. Uh, you've done a good job with that, so I got no complaints. You know, I I do think it's interesting that the guy waited to after he got cut uh, before he started, uh, you know, saying these accusations. You know, he didn't say anything before he lost the contract, but then after the contract, now all these uh, things supposedly come out. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't say I don't I don't know either. I, I, I don't know either because like I don't want to seem like I'm pandering to our black brothers and sisters. I also don't want to seem like I'm knee jerk supporting somebody because he's a rich white businessman. I just all I'm saying is what I say with anybody, let's wait until all the facts come out and then take it from there. No, I've listened to you for many years. You've you've been fair. I mean you we just you know, you, you don't rush to conclusions, uh or, you know, with these type of topics. I mean, these type of well, accusations. Thank you. Now that, dude, uh, that, means, that means a lot to me because there, there was a time where I don't think I communicated that well and I think uh, things got misinterpreted along the way and I've really tried to work on that over the last 10 to 15 years or so. So I, I appreciate your validation, Kyle. It makes me, makes me feel uh, uh, much better about this. Now, the, the loneliness situation, um, I happen to believe it is an epidemic, and I believe, and as a teacher I believe you are, that you firsthand saw how the pandemic exacerbated the loneliness epidemic that we already had in this country. Yeah, uh, I mean, first of all, they shut everything down. Uh, kids today, anyway, you know, I can't speak for the older population, but at least let's just say people under 25, they shut everything down. They were already staying at home anyways, doing online activities. When I was in high school and college, I mean, there wasn't that. We'd go out to the mall. I mean, even video games. Going to the arcade was fun because, like, you get to play all these different kind of video games. Uh, and now kids are online just talking to each other. You could be playing a game online with somebody from uh, Indiana, you know. Uh, it's just yeah, there's nowhere for these people to go. We used to go to clubs and bars, you know. Now with DWIs, they're strict on that. Um, I've been married for 26 years, so I lost a lot of friends because we all moved to different places, and you know, we just had the phone call to catch up. And now you got kids and family. Eight o'clock at night last year, you think about us calling a good friend of yours, you know. Um, but activities, I think is one of the leading causes because they don't people don't go out and do anything anymore it seems like at least the younger kids you know, it, it's so interesting that you say that, and I hope I get calls and more feedback on one of my premises, which is that people one-on-one -on -one do not know how to communicate with each other anymore. Now, Kyle, I know that if I run into you some night at uh, Creekview or wherever it is I happen to go, if I run into you and you say, hey, I'm Kyle, I know that at least for five minutes we're going to have uh, a one-to-one, -one, face to face human conversation and it will be flawless and it will be seamless. But so many times, haven't you seen people struggling to just have a basic human interaction that used to be second nature to people? Yeah, because you see, well, I mean, this is old-fashioned, but usually you had to ask the girl uh, on a date, you know, uh, I mean, before you even got the first second base, uh, it seems like 
over the last I don't know how many years. You don't even have these younger people. They they get the home plate just like that, you know. Uh, so that that makes the challenge uh, go down the drain right there. Uh, we used to dress up to go out, you know. Kids today uh, don't dress up, you know, like they used to. Or as you color coordinate, uh, I wasn't as extreme as your buddy Booker, but I mean, you know, we used to go out with flair, uh, you know, and and it was like dressed to impress. Now it seems like you, you got to pull these kids. Uh, very, very, very interesting. Anything else you want to add to the topic of loneliness, Kyle? Maybe advice, because I offered advice to uh, gentle, lonely gentlemen before, because uh, I, and I feel very strongly about this, this misconception that uh, unless you are tall, dark, and handsome, you don't have a prayer with the ladies. And I'm going to tell you, that is absolute nonsense. Yeah, I agree. I was never considering myself to be the handsomest guy. I just was like what you said earlier, confident. I just went out and talked, and, uh, you know, I never was scared of uh, – well, I mean, I guess it may be a little scared of denial, but, you know, I don't know. I, I just think the problem is you got to go out and talk, you know. But then again, it's hard today, though, because now you, you, you talk to a girl at work, uh, now HR is involved. You know, there's so many things that – that keep people from trying to, uh, I guess, maybe be more open because you're scared. We This generation has so, been so frightened of uh, what things they can and can't do. You ask a girl, now she's calling in for harassment or whatever. You know, those things didn't exist years ago, you know. Uh, so it's hard. You know, I don't really have the greatest answer uh, for, the, for, the, for the people out there, you know, but, you know, go to a gym, go, ah, I don't know, man, it's tough. You know, I... Church. I, really I mean, we think, I mean, like, this is Buffalo, so the first response is bars, nightclubs, but there's also churches. There are volunteer places, uh, volunteer organizations uh, in which you can take part. So it's not like things involving alcohol and bars and clubbing are the be-all and end-all. I mean, they're, I think, an important part of one's social um, uh, interactions. But, my, my goodness, there are so many ways to socially interact. Yeah, you just got to go out there, you know. You can't be afraid. Uh, you know, just don't be afraid. That's my advice, you know. I mean, they don't know you. They shoot you down. Go on to the next one. I mean, I believe the ratio, uh, I don't know what the ratio are, but there's a lot more females out there than men. And so... You know, you just brush it off and go after the next one, um, and then you know, try to try to try to be a romantic. You know, I know that's old school, but romance it seems to kind of taking a back seat. Now, uh, should I call you from now on, Superfly Kyle, or is that like uh, too cliche? <laughs> yeah, no. Back in the day, maybe. Now I'm just sweatshirt, pants, and a t-shirt. You know, college shirt, work. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy, uh, to be at home, you know, it's crazy yep. out there. Uh, but yeah, Tom, you call me that, man. I hope to see you in public one day. Superfly uh, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate the call. I appreciate the call. I certainly will. Uh, talking about loneliness, which I think is an epidemic. And even during the worst times of early this summer, I, I never was, um, I never felt, and I never was alone, um, if that makes any sense to you, because um, there were some relationships that I 
even um, being heavily involved with somebody um, for so long, I didn't forget certain friends that were outside of the other group of friends that I had. And it was good because that way I had a fallback position. Um, let's go to uh, Brian in uh, North Buffalo on uh, WBEN. Brian is I think loneliness is a huge epidemic issue in America. I think it's a public health crisis, to be honest with you. Agree or disagree? I agree. Uh, I, I'm 58. Uh, I look at life as friends, family, and foes. You know how I trust? I trust the foes because I can see them coming. I, I missed I missed the last part of it, what you said. What what I said was I appreciate people that are uh you know uh All right, Brian, thank you very much. I appreciate the uh phone call. Uh Let's go to Lloyd in uh, Buffalo. If we could just uh, take care of line two there, Tanner, back at the radio station. Uh, if we could kill line two, I'd be forever grateful. Uh, the phone number is 803-0930, star 930-1800-616-WBEN. This is uh, Lloyd in uh, Buffalo. Lloyd, you are on WBEN. Loneliness, is it an epidemic or isn't it? Only if you let it be. Hey, I'm single, and I'm loving it, okay? I don't have friends that are constantly bothering me for money or something else. I go out and do what I want to do. There's no arguing. There's no complications, and there's no drama. Drama? Where would life be without drama? Um, But here's here's the thing. The, the, The upcoming generation... They only know their phone. They have a relationship with their phone and no one else. Interesting. I mean, this is what I'm saying. They they take their phone everywhere with them, and it preoccupies anything that they do. Now, you you said that uh, loneliness is a problem or an epidemic, but only if you allow it to be. Now, on an individual basis, look, you can only be responsible for your own life. You can only be responsible for um, you and your decisions and how you carry yourself. You can't be responsible for anybody else's decisions or how they carry themselves. I wholeheartedly agree with that. But the problem is, is that the the younger generation didn't get into volunteering. Now, I was a volunteer uh, EMS and firefighter when I was younger. Okay, kept me busy. There's plenty there to keep you busy. And I, these people are going to constant counseling sessions when the real problem is, is that they're bored. And they don't know what to do. And I think that if we start mentoring some of these folks into volunteer positions, because there's always a need for volunteers, that a lot of this would just simply go away. That's my perspective. Uh, no, that's that's very interesting. But you are a single guy, but yet you don't feel alone. And 
uh, are you the kind of guy who, when you go out, you automatically find yourself uh, in conversation with people that you hadn't met before? I'd like to be in that position, but everyone's staring at their phone. They don't want to have a conversation. <laughs> you, you find this to be true, too? I, I'm, I'm only laughing because I, I absolutely find that to be true. Hold, hold the line for a minute because uh, we have more to uh, discuss on WBEN. Talking about loneliness, and tell me, do you agree or disagree with my premise? Loneliness is a major public mental health issue in the United States. I really believe that. I believed it last week. I believe it today. And I'm not doing this show for myself. I'm doing this show uh, for you guys and to get your opinion, men and women. Uh, we had a lot of women calling in when we did this show at the end of a program last week. I'd love to hear from the babes of Bowerly uh, to find out the loneliness situation by you. Uh, it's Bowerly. We've got heavy rain in spots of western New York right now on WBEN. And uh, let's we're talking about loneliness. Is it an epidemic? I believe it is. Lloyd in Buffalo. Uh, once again, we come back to the subject of the cell phone. Now, I love my cell phone. You love your cell phone. But there comes a time when you have to put it away. And if you are out with somebody, it, it's one thing when you see two people seated at a table. They're not engaged in any kind of intercourse, face-to-face -face interaction whatsoever, but they're both on their phones individually. That's one thing. It's another thing if they're sharing something on a phone, like a funny meme, a funny Facebook post, or something like that. Yeah, at least you're interacting. Yeah, you know why they're bringing in their cell phone? So when they get the bailout call, they can just leave. Ooh, wait, what do you mean by the bailout call? You're going to have to elaborate on that, sir. Okay, so you, you're going to dinner with your date. You know, you got the menu set. You're at a nice Italian restaurant. And, you know, you're having a nice meal. But before the bill comes, oh, something has come up. I got to go. I'll catch up with you later. Wait, you've got people actually doing that to you? doing a runner on you yep oh that's horrible this is why i don't date a date is a lie between two people that serves neither oh that that sounds uh, i'm sorry you'll forgive me for saying this but that sounds uh, very very bitter um don't you think that maybe you're short selling the idea of uh, romance and love and getting to know somebody well here's the thing Okay, um, I, I did this twice, Tom. I fell in love with the lie. In other words, this woman was lying to her parents, and she was lying to me. And, you know, I did that twice. I, I can't be doing that no more. That, that really hurts me psychologically. I want to explore that after the news. Um, I, I forgive me, but I am a prisoner of the clock. I would like to explore falling in love with the lie at greater length after the uh, news at uh, 4 o'clock. So hang in there if you are so able to do. Uh, it is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. This part of the program, I brought back uh, something that we had started discussing last week, and that is loneliness, the epidemic in America. And it's not just my imagination. 
uh, it is uh, actually a thing. If you just do a simple search for loneliness epidemic in America, you will find it is a real thing. And I personally think it is tragic. And our, our caller here, Lloyd, uh, sounds very down on, on love, uh, which, again, you know, loneliness, you, um, you don't need a committed relationship to not be lonely. You, you don't need that. You just need people that are good listeners. And by the way, in order to find a good listener, you have to be a good listener. And remember, the most important word in any conversation is the word you. Y-O-U. I know you'd think I'd put that into effect once in a while on the program. I can. I know what you guys are thinking. I know. I know. Um, anyway, eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty and one eight hundred six one six W B E N. I'm going to continue this and a little bit later on. How many of you know somebody that can't hear, and you're trying to get them to go for a hearing test, and it's like you're trying to get them to go in for a root canal they don't need. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.